Like uh, as always, I'm just hitting record, and we'll just go from there. Just and I'm just sitting here tinkering with my phone. But anyway, is that what they call it now? Tinkering. Hey, Ill. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> hey, babe, want to come over and tinker with my phone? Is, um, is that what children? They're children now, aren't they? What? Teenagers. They're chill. I've gotten old enough where I can call them children now. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there was that brief period of time where I was like, "No, I'm just a grown up kid," and now I I realize that they're just they're young little shits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are so right. Okay, so anyway, um, welcome to Retroactive. I'm Kenny Adams, and joined by AJ Berkshire. How are you guys doing today? Um, like you, we can hear you respond. Um, I, no, I heard that. Oh yeah. So did yeah, I. Okay, there right you there. go. You that, just gotta be... By the way, David, you're a dick. <laughs> um, today, we're, we're going to be... Uh, well, actually, first, it's been a freaking hiatus. We haven't uh, recorded since um, Skyfall. Yeah, wow, um, it has been a while. Yeah, it's been a good while. Um, that was, what, November of last year? Yeah, that, that was, it was good, though. It was. Uh, Bond makes you have to wait for a little while, you know? It's, it's, just like, it's, it's like you had to have a cigarette afterwards, and it just lasted for seven months. That's a long, long cigarette break. Real um, long drag. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we are now back, and uh, we have taken the plunge uh, into darkness. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, that was um, that was almost clever. Almost, but it wasn't really. A Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, which they actually said that, no, that's actually the title. It's a Star Trek Into Darkness. And I was oh, like, really? It's not like a subtitle? No, I, no, I no. Thought it, I thought it was Star Trek and then subtitle Into <laughs> Darkness. No, the no, same it way it was a... like Nemesis and Insurrection right. and Generations. No, and they just said, no, it's a Star no, Trek just, Into Darkness. And that's, that's not stupid <laughs> at all. <laughs> It was, um, well, all right, well, first, let's uh, talk, and pardon my voice, everybody, I lost my voice earlier this week. It's not even how you spell Trek, though, if you're trekking somewhere. No, no, it's not. So um, now it's just a typo. It's a stupid typo now, <laughs> if that's actually their title. That's awful. I, actually, there's a part of me now that's more upset about this film. Like, I don't want to like it now <laughs> because of that absolutely outrageous title. Star Trek into typos. Um, Star Trek into darkness. Um, but yes, it was, uh, this is, again, part of the J.J. Abrams universe of Star Trek, which has Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto as uh, playing, you know, Kirk and Spock, respectively. Yep. Um, obviously, as usual, there's going to be ass loads of spoilers uh, in this episode because, I mean, you can't not spoil this one. Yeah, honestly, if we didn't spoil it, we wouldn't be able to talk about the movie because that's actually, like, one of the biggest points is that um, when you look at the trailers... They're all just completely wrong. Uh, yeah. Like, yes. I, every I saw the trailers trailer. and I was like, oh, right. We're going to have a terrible villain and they'll have to. It's like, no, no. Actually, all that stuff with. Now, nah, that'll be it. Yeah, Don't y- worry. Y- exactly. And it's something that I actually found interesting about this uh, movie, and we're just going to jump right in, is the previews are pretty much all like the last 10 minutes of the movie for the most part. I mean, if you think about it. I yeah, mean, it, it really was the last. It, if anything, I would say absolutely the last half. They they didn't have a single bit from like, the earlier part of the film. Right, and it was like there's so much uh, exposition uh, to get you to the le- very last like uh, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Um, which, I mean, obviously, typically... Uh, well, the climax. You know, you have to have that build-up. But at the same time, it did seem like there was already a climax. And they're like, no, we're not done yet. Yes, it's like, oh, but one more thing. You know? It was like, like, oh, good, the credits and... Ro- nope, wait, sit back down. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's... 
Now, uh, I, you know, I should have looked at this before we uh, started recording. I want to see uh, the length of this movie, how long it oh, was. Oh, yeah, completely. Um, I was thinking about that because as of late, it's been completely on par for adult films, I call them. Adult right. films, not no, in we are not that watching. way. But like adult <laughs> films where it's like, you know, they're not kids' movies. Right. No, they are, most certainly are not. But um, it, it's like it's become par for the course for movies to be two hours long. It's it, That's weird, right? What, was there a time? Two where, hours and 12 minutes. Yeah, but that's right? Star Trek in the uh, into weird. darkness. Well, wait, how long were the credits? Uh, the cre- <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, like the little last little bit of the credit or the beginning part of the credits where they did like the whole three. That was the best three D. That it, was the really only was. time it mattered. Which, okay, yes. Before we even start reviewing this thing, let's. <laughs> all right. Um, I wanted uh, advance tickets because uh, we watched it on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we got a sneak peek, which yes. confused the hell out of me when I read it. I was like, "Wait, so like, Fan this, peaks. this is this is the whole movie, right? They're not like going to show us just a, a long trailer and I paid twenty dollars <laughs> for this, right?" Um, and uh, you know, we're sitting there where uh, they only had the three D version of it available. Um, yeah, they, uh, well, it, it was. No, actually, no. They had the 2D as well, but uh, it wasn't on the IMAX. Yeah, they they did have the 2D, and it was funny too because when we showed up, you were like, "Oh, can we just exchange these?" And the people were like, "What's wrong with you?" And the only reason why I agreed with them is because no, we paid for three. Right. I'm gonna I'm Go. gonna steal these little glasses, <laughs> <laughs> which we still didn't. No, they because they're hideous. Yeah, those <laughs> yellow like they've changed them purposely because I don't think they want people stealing them. I have like five pairs at the house. The, the yellow ones? No, the black well, no, ones. The, but that's the thing is like people would take the black ones because they're like, well, these these are kind of hipster cool. And right. The moment you say that, then it's they're terribly uncool. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but it's like like. They changed them to these hideous things because there's like there's no excuse you can wear it now. I think that's I I would say that that was the exact reason why they changed them to the yellow is because like no one will want to wear these out in public except for Kanye, um, and he wouldn't even wear them because there's not enough. He'll, like, he'll make his baby. He'll make his baby wear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, the old versions were like blue blockers of the '80s. But anyway, uh, so we're uh, you got the previews that are going, which the previews seem abnormally long. Um, it, it was a massively long preview section it was and normally it's like 21 minutes uh, of previews and it's literally felt like we were watching like a half hour to 40 minutes worth of previews i mean it either was, that or they just weren't that good how many how many there was like five or five or six, six. Yeah, five five or six. Uh, yeah five or six previews um but one thing that i instantly noticed and you've made mention about this before when it comes to 3d and i've never really noticed it until green lantern and then from that moment on it was like the same for me the 3D for this movie just made everything just darker than it needed to be. Yeah. Um, which, actually, I will say, in its defense, may have worked to our advantage because of J.J.'s lens flares. Yeah, we would have been completely blind <laughs> had they left the lighting normal because J.J. would have been like, hey, you guys enjoying the film? Flashlight in the eyes! <laughs> fall like a- over, you just start convulsing, an epileptic seizure. But uh, the movie, uh, it, it starts out, um, I mean, the movie just uh, starts out with uh, Kirk and, well, actually, the crew, which I will talk about uh, the away teams in Star Trek just from the beginning to now. Um, but the crew there, uh, you know, the main crew, main characters are on the planet, and they're uh, supposed not to be, uh, you know, the pri- violating the Prime Directive. Yeah, where yeah. From, from the word go, Spock's idea, too. So that there's like a little contradiction already yeah. in like the 10 minutes because they're like, oh, you can't save me, Captain. That'll contradict the Prime Directive. It, 
but his idea was contradicting the prime directive. <laughs> He's like, we're going to save place. these people, even though we're just supposed to be observing. By the way, aliens, thanks for Pompeii. Right? Thank you. Right? That's um, what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, well, man, Starfleet's great. It's a shame there wasn't like an alien version of that for most <laughs> of our past. <laughs> so um, it starts out with them already breaking the rules, um, and you know they get back to Starfleet. Now, the one thing I'll say about this movie is there's great banter. Uh, the the banter between all of the characters. Uh, boy. H- hands down, McCoy, McCoy wins the banter award. He is amazing. In my opinion, actually, as much as I love uh, Benjamin uh, Cumberbund, I, I never... B- I Benjamin don't... Cumberbund? <laughs> I don't, I don't, Dick <laughs> Cumberbatch? Yeah, like, completely I, different name. I changed his name just for the fun of it because uh, I, I hate saying Cumberbatch. Uh, and I'm like, you know, Benedict Cumberbund Binge, didn't sound right. Benji Belt-Toter. It's like just <laughs> yes. things that it'll eventually become a name that's nothing like his. It'll of, be like, oh, yes, and we have here... Uh, Danny Wilcliff. Like, <laughs> that's who? It doesn't even sound close. It's not um, even remotely the same. It needs to be an SNL sketch. Um, but this ends up being, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be commenting on his performance. You know, a lot of people know him from Sherlock. Yeah. Um, I think that's where everybody really started to know him. I mean, he was bigger in in England, but uh, Sherlock is what I think opened him to the international market. And, I mean, rightly so, because that show is amazing. Um, but uh, he Dude, played. how did he survive that fall? That doesn't make any sense. Of course, they don't let us know, uh, big spoilers on uh, Sherlock. Um, but okay, if you haven't seen that yet, then it, screw you. Stop listening like, to the show. I don't, I don't even want you as a listener. <laughs> I just want you to go away. Go um, watch Sherlock and then come back and appreciate it. Thank you. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he what was his name in the movie? Uh, John Harrison? No. No, no. Well, before we get to that, John Harrison. Or, 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 John Harrison. Yeah, yeah, John Harrison was his character which, which initially. Should be his real name, apparently, according to you, because Cumberbatch is too hard to say. And, uh, I was making fun of it. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of people are going to be commenting that uh, you know this was this is going to be like his breakout movie. You know, especially for the people that don't watch Sherlock. You know, they're going to be like, oh, he because he was a really good. He did a really really good job. But like you said, McCoy, in my opinion, stole this entire flick. Um, yeah, every scene with him, it was just like brilliance. Yes. I, I, if, in fact, if they had cut out the entire movie except for the scenes with McCoy, that's that's ten minutes that I would have I would pay to watch again. And now, when the movie comes out on Blu-ray, I will make a special cut for you of uh, nothing but McCoy it's moments. Be, it's gonna be the AJ's McCoy cut, <laughs> dude. And that will go up on the Odzuki uh, YouTube channel. Um, and it, I'll watch it. AJ. In fact, um, you're probably gonna get some angry emails from all of my loved ones because I'll stop doing <laughs> my entire life. I'm just going to watch that over and over again. Um, but the thing is, you know, starting out, uh, everyone uh, in the first Star Trek uh, reboot movie that they came out with, they were saying that Carl Urban was just emulating um, DeForest Kelly. But in my opinion, he took what DeForest Kelly did with Bones and totally transcended it into something that is completely his own. Still, baby, hints back to it with, you know, with the little... Yeah, the way he angry, talks. Yeah, but his, the line Damn delivery... took the whole planet. Only left me my bones. Right. It's brilliant. He has totally... I mean, he, he was my favorite part of this entire flick, hands down. Um, but, uh, I mean, of course, the movie stars uh, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, uh, Zoe Saldana, Carl Urban, Simon Pegg, who was underused, in my opinion, in this. I, I think, but that's because Scotty's underused. Always. It's not really Simon Pegg's fault. It's Star Trek's fault for consistently underusing Scotty. Always. Um, and then Sulu, of course, they started already hinting at uh, him. Uh, the Excelsior. 
He's like, I want my, I want command, yeah. and I'm gonna stay. And but one thing that I will say though is they made Sulu a bad, a badass in this one well, again. I mean, yeah, but, but okay, this you just brought up Sulu. This reminded me of the first one with the fold out katana, which True. is just stupid as hell. <laughs> but what what made me giggle was like they were having issues, and they're like, quick, uh, t- turn on seat belts, and they like unfolded over them. It's like why? Why would a seatbelt do that? Well, just well, just get a, a strap. Really? Really? <laughs> do you have nothing better to spend your money on? That, well, than like I can see research and development at Starfleet. Yeah. It's like all right, so let's build in the uh, seatbelts. You know, uh, you know, pull them down. This like you know the old tech, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know that tech we have for the katana? Yeah, seat belted. And and at that moment, the other guy saying at the meeting, he's like. George, that's all you ever want to do. <laughs> Everything is katana technology with you. You remember what happened with the car? And, it, you know, obviously it would just be a bloodbath because he built it out of katanas. But uh, it's, it doesn't matter. It's like it's just the most preposterous, like, oh, by the way, this is sci-fi. The spaceship, the huge battle, the lasers, not enough. Seatbelts have to unfold. See, now, and what's funny is they're already changing, and I'm going to have a nerd moment here, but they're completely and totally changing Star Trek lore because uh, the next generation didn't get freaking seatbelts until uh, the very end of Nemesis. Because um, at the very end of it, they, they're like, oh, this is the new Mark Seven chair, sir. And Picard's like, what? And he presses the button. It's like, like that. No fold out. It just shoots yeah. over him, and he goes... It's about time, and I'm like. But I feel like that was more or less a nod to the fans. I think uh, like they're not messing up the storyline as much as like logic. Finally, like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> we really should you have probably seat belts. should have seatbelts. Have, have you seen the show? They throw their asses all over the place. <laughs> you know, uh, they they totally uh, negated the idea of personal safety uh, when they were building these starships. Well, and mainly when the starships were first designed in the '60s, personal safety was not a thing for them. No, uh, personal safety wasn't a thing for vehicles uh, for regular cars. <laughs> well, you know uh, what's important that the steering wheel be ha- as hard as possible and not move if you get into a crash that's really the most important thing when you run into something it's probably important for this to be able to like go through your head that was um that's the logic that was actually a verbatim quote from a safety meeting at gm in uh, 1962 <laughs> that was uh, what they were talking about with their new steering wheel design <laughs> so now what you have to do with this is um you know going back to uh how this movie was uh put together um you have the big exposition of um uh, you, you have uh, Kirk. Everyone was saying, actually, everything that I've read about this so far was saying that Kirk. This story was really about Kirk and Spock's friendship. It wasn't uh, necessarily about all the big stuff. But you know what? Screw that because uh, the majority of this movie was. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was. And but so we don't have to go keep calling him John Harrison. Okay, big spoilers again. If you've made it this far, screw you. You managed to not look at the IMDb page, right? Because they have it updated right here. Benedict Cumberbatch plays Khan. Done. Okay, yeah. not John Harrison. This is and the thing is, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal if they had it promoted. I think they probably would have had bigger ticket sales if they said he's actually I, okay, Khan. I'm I'm still really confused because when they first showed the advertisement, very first teaser trailer. I was like, "Oh, it's Khan." Like exactly. I just, I just assumed it immediately. I'm like, second Star Trek film, they're revamping. Yeah, you know what? They're probably going to go with Khan just because a Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan was probably like one of the best selling ones of right. the six films. I think um, Undiscovered Country surpassed it, Wh- which I thought, which I was one of my favorites. Yeah, no, Undiscovered Country is amazing, but I think Khan was the the big one. 
uh, before that. It was. It was. And uh, so it was like it made sense to me. They're like, oh yeah, okay, so it's gonna be Khan. And then everybody was like really shocked when I was like, oh yeah, by the way, he's playing Khan. Oh, what? Like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. No, he's he doesn't he's, need a fake chest or or a Rod accent or Rod but, Stewart hair. Yeah, it, but no, it makes sense. And it does. And uh, I really don't. Th- and I think the reason why they took some of the creative liberties with the story, A, it's an alternate universe. B, I really don't think that they're like, you know what? We need to get someone on par with, um, uh, oh, I just lost his name, uh, from uh, Doc Brown. Um, what's his name? Doc Doc Brown? Doc Brown from Back to the Future. What's his the freaking actor. Actually, I'm just going to watch you. Oh, you stu- thank Christopher you. Lloyd. Thank you. Oh, uh, oh, you I had I, I, the moment I saw you actually going to search, I was like, oh, I got to tell him. Thank you. Um, but uh, I think they're trying to avoid the whole, we need to get someone on par with Christopher Lloyd to play a Klingon in, uh, <laughs> in a third one. Dude, yeah. that, that, I don't know. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I would have to agree with you. But again, you don't have someone nowadays that could. I mean, and of course, being that they did de- deviate from the original uh, Wrath of Khan, you're not going to have a search for Spock opportunity. Well, this time. That's actually one of the things that I found kind of interesting is because they really purposely mirrored very specific aspects of uh, of Wrath of Khan. A uh, perfect example is they did the 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 uh, role reversal, yeah, where uh, Kirk ends up being like irradiated and he dies. All right, and whoops, I spoiled that. We've been talking about spoilers. Oh well, yeah, we said time, spoilers. So. The spoilers, but from no, the rest okay. Of the show. So they flipped that, and like it's like I understood, but the thing is, is that I feel like they probably shouldn't have taken really anything from the wrath of Khan. I think the character is enough because it's almost like because of how young he is here. This is almost like how the wrath of Khan should have come about because they end up, they don't kill Khan. Right. They end up putting him back in cry and, and, um, cryo sleep. Yeah. And cryosleep. And then it's like, Oh, well maybe they'll send them off to a planet which, to live, which is the storyline yes. of wrath of Khan is he sent them to this beautiful world where they could live and that worked, you know, they, and then, you know, supernova. And, well, perhaps what people aren't realizing is, and I think you hit on this and I was actually going to touch on this is we may not be actually watching the wrath of Khan remake. We are probably watching the episode that had Khan in it originally in the original series. And then we'll open it up for opportunity for a, Wrath of Khan, exactly. Which yeah. they could do, which they could easily do, and then bring. But hopefully, uh, they, they'd have to wait what twenty years to do that, something like that, and then we'll have. And to they get, will <laughs> and they get old, fat Chris Pine. No, actually, what it, what it is is that they're they're going to wait twenty years, and by wait twenty years, I mean they'll make twenty more movies, and then they'll get to Wrath of Khan. And I, I just still hope we get fat Chris Pine. Um, uh, to I don't, I don't think that's possible. I mean, that man is skinny as can be. He really, I don't even really want to know how much he's doing to like put on the weight he has for that. I mean, did you see him originally in Smoke and Aces? Yeah, yeah. He was like a rail. Yeah. He was the kind of guy that my grandmother would say if he turned sideways and stuck his tongue out, you'd think it was a zipper. Like, that's how thin he was. I've never heard that You've phrase never before in my, my life. That's, that's, uh, I love your grandmother. My that's grandmother's awesome. amazing, and she lives in the Midwest, so I don't know <laughs> if that tells you anything. <laughs> so, um, all right, so uh, big plot points in this movie. Um, even though they started touching Good on Good guy's it, a bad guy. What? Good guy's a bad guy. Yes. Oh, like well, the I'll, admiral. Like seriously, can can we just stop that plot twist? To, to like, where it's all completely of a sudden like, every film ever made. Can we stop the the military commander is actually the bad guy? But Peter Peter Weller. I mean, if they had to pick someone to do it, Peter Weller was the perfect person to do it. In my opinion, I mean, he he, he you, does that jackass really really I just, well. I just realized something. RoboCop. We, well, no, not Robo. <laughs> I knew that from the word go. As soon as he like stood up, I was like, "Halt, criminal!" Like, uh, <laughs> but, um, drop it. But no, like what I just realized is if you take the three 
main players in this, which uh-huh. would be the Admiral, Kirk, and Khan. This 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 should have just been called Star Trek into Blue Eyes. <laughs> Because right. it was oh just all of their eyes were just bright as could be. It was like, my God, I'd listen to the dialogue, but I'm lost in those shimmering pools. <laughs> like wow, all of, the, all of them have these incredibly bright blue eyes. And Alice Eve as well. Yeah, um, yeah. played. If anything, it's Spock was ruining it. He okay. Like, question about Alice Eve. Okay, yes. Okay, she's very attractive. Get that. Mar. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Peter Weller. Straight up gruff, you know, angry military guy. His yeah. daughter, Alice Eve, straight up British accent. Raised in London, like English mother. Maybe. I mean, it, it could easily. I, I, I'm not going to push that. Because okay. I've, I've met children who have had accents or not accents. Right. And their parents have. I, I feel like an accent. I mean, it really, it, if you push things, you can just fake it. It's one of those things where maybe she was just growing up and she was like, you know what? It would sound better if I had an accent. And so she just started doing it. And her father was like, well, what are you doing? And she's like, don't worry about it, Pop. I know what I'm doing. And it was just like that the entire time. Very, very nice. What are you talking about? I have to applaud you on that, sir. That's really good. No, it's not really good. It's not my. This is my real voice. I do an American accent for you. Do this for the rest of the episode. (laughs) The the entire episode. Now, AJ is British. Isn't that amazing? Um, Okay, you also had, um, let's see, I have to have my Doctor Who moment. Uh, Noel Clark, uh, Mickey, was in this, but only for like... Ricky! (laughs) It's it's Mickey. Um, But... Okay, A. Uh, he, he was way too serious. He was extremely serious. Oh my god, he was just like. Uh, but again, they had to have the whole uh, bit of uh, Khan being a genius and all that stuff. No, that wasn't really Khan being a genius as much as that was Khan was like, hey, I have some of my blood. True. Uh, now here's the thing. I was really they left the opportunity up there, and I wasn't the only one that actually said it for him to actually say I'm the Doctor. They really, really had that that opportunity. They, they yeah, they have this absolutely brilliant moment. Where they they introduced you know the the grieving father with a dying child, and uh, he walks up behind him and he's like, "I can help you." And he turns around. And he's <laughs> I like, can't "Look at you with a straight like, face." He's like, "You gonna help me?" He's like, "Yeah, I can." He's like, "Well, who are you?" And it's like they pan in like he's he's like, "I'm gone." No, he was gonna say something, but he's like. Now cut it away. Yeah, he could have just been like, "I'm the doctor," and then he could have like, skipped away. It's a pregnant pause there, and it was just like. It was like when you're waiting for the doctor to say that he loved Rose, but you know I, you're not getting it. I was going to say something really terrible right then. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Yeah, it's, it's like that's a pregnant pause that ended up being a miscarriage. <laughs> you win. You win for the rest of the show. It, I think that's what it is, though. When you have a pregnant pause that goes nowhere, that's a miscarriage. I, I've never thought about that. That's actually from now on. If someone has like a, a really awkward pause, but they never do anything with it, just, just call it a miscarriage. That's a miscarriage, dude. Just, just like what do you do? <laughs> uh, another person that, um, all right, something else that happens in this movie several times actually is they keep alluding to people wearing a red shirt. Okay, and of course, the big joke in Star Trek lore is red shirts die first, um, except for Scotty. Well, actually, never that's exactly why they changed everything in Next Generation, is they made everyone have red shirts. That's very, very true. And that was because they wanted to get away from that but this, But this is pre-Next Generation. It this is, is, it is. This is. So, so they're like, all right, uh, you know, Kirk, he almost made the joke. He was like, you know, take off the red shirts, you know, put on this, whatever. They still died because um, they went on the Klingon planet. Right. Which, no, did they die? They, you didn't see them come back, did you? I mean, it was just uh, Kirk. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I don't know if they actually killed him because the the one gruff looking dude with the facial hair, uh, he was the the 
dick who uh, screwed with him in the bar in the first movie. Yeah, I know, but... Like, I feel like they want to keep those kind of, like, completely superfluous extras just so they can have, like, consistency in, like, crew members. My only thought was uh, when uh, when Khan finally shows up, who, which, by the way, he just shows up and he's just like, look, I have... Uh, crazy heavy weapons that I'm going to wield like I'm holding a six-shooter, and I'm just going to take out like all the Klingons, which, by the way, the, the design of the, Kling- the Klingons in this universe I thought was pretty decent. It was you know? easily on par. I think it looked good. And, okay, quit it. And I, <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to stop now? You were telling me to do it the whole episode. And no. Um, no, no, I think it, it really did. It looked more or less like uh, the way the Klingons did near the end of Next Generation. Yeah. It was, it was like where they had the ridges and stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't the 1960s Klingons that the, the, were, were, oh. were just black people. <laughs> yeah, was just, well, it's it, like, oh, oh, right. Oh, now here's the thing. Um, uh, again, going a little bit uh, super deep into the whole uh, Star Trek lore is apparently um, in the next generation. Each are, are we going to go as deep as the people who are behind us in line? Quoting star dates? Uh, no, not that far. Which seriously, seriously, that changed as soon as Janeway instated the something code of star dates three zero one nine four. I was blown away, and I'm fairly was... certain he made it up. <laughs> no, because he... who who could call him on it? This is very true, but I mean the people, you know, the fan base that was out there, uh, you know, um, the showing before us, we had people coming in in full, you know, Starfleet uniform and whatnot. There, there was one of them that took Kirk very seriously. He was overweight and everything. Yes, uh, but then the people that were on our in our showing were just—I hate to say it—but your stereotypical nerds that were overweight, had a lisp, and were, and were quoting star dates, like serious star dates. Which you know what? I love fandoms. I absolutely love fandoms. Um, but they were getting like angry about it, like the, especially the one guy. Very cross about he, everything. He's he he like, like, no, 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 star date, and he was. He's like, he goes, and it completely conflicts with what else. Like, holy crap, dude! And, and those are the people where J.J. Abrams just nods and is like, "This is why we don't pay you." <laughs> exactly. Because, the, because the, those fans, they. I don't want to insult people anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> that, that was a uh, yeah. That was a miscarriage of a pregnant ball. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Um, so, uh, we're, but we're um, now. Nah, I totally forgot what the point I was making before that, though. Um, uh, Khan being an awesome super soldier. Yes, wheel, and he, it, it, I think he was a uh, Captain America's son. Had to have been. Yeah, that was the only thing. Or um, he's Captain America. He just aged funny. I mean, he he hops in and um, you know takes out like freaking everybody it's for the most two, part. Two two squads of like. Klingon commandos, and they, like they start patrol. paragliding into. Yeah, and he's just it, like, "Oh, he, look! I'm going to shoot you out of the sky, too." Yeah, I um, I don't even really know what kind of weapon he had on him. It was like a gigantic Gatling gun rocket launcher. I thingy. know the thing was like twice his it, size. It, it, it was one of those weapons where it's like that. that they, why would they design that? that? That that would be. It looked like you were carrying a weapon from an anime movie. It really did. It, uh, yeah, seriously, uh, and, it did. And he also had another one. He had one that was on a strap that he was just wielding and firing. Just and he had another one that looked probably about the size, uh, about twice the size of him as well that he had in, in his yeah, left hand. Yeah, but it was, like, it was like a machine gun. And he like was just kinda, like straight yeah. up just mowing people down. Now, one thing also is when they go to confront the Klingons in this movie, uh, Uhura, she's just like, you know, what? look, I know Klingon. So I'm going to go talk to these people and I'm going to, I'm, uh, you know, I, I got this. And of course, the Klingon's like, look, you're not showing like, your cleavage like our women do so i want to grab you by the throat and break your neck well the problem is that she didn't learn from the previous uhura which was to scream at them and laugh right 
And they're like, oh, ah, 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 ah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Undiscovered Country, such a <laughs> such a good good movie. <laughs> you you know, know what? Why don't we just review that? Now, Screw this now, one. Well, actually, you know what? Being that we are retroactive, next movie I think we should do is Undiscovered Country. I'm I'm for I'm for that. I am I'm totally game. We'll we'll do this one and then uh, Undiscovered Country. Okay, so uh, come to find out that Khan has you know all his people. What seventy two of them, right? Yeah. It's the um, crew of his ship. And his idea is, let's smuggle them in torpedoes, because that could never get mixed up in the military to where the torpedoes go to the wrong ship. And then they start firing them at people and realizing that they, they're duds. There was a, a, quite a bit of... Um, See, they weren't duds, because they still had warheads. They, they still had warheads. They were That's real the dumbest tor- idea no, no, in the no, world. This is the thing. is like they, they tried to pull that whole like criminal mastermind thing for both Khan and the Admiral. Right. Uh, Admiral, what was his name? Uh, Marcus, Marcus, Admiral Marcus. Um, they tried to do that whole thing where it's like um, the reason why they ran into Klingons was Khan ran away to hide on uh, Kronos. Kronos. Yeah, Yeah, Kronos. Incredibles reference. No, No, (laughs) (laughs) he goes to to hide on Kronos, and um, like, like then the the admiral's like, oh well, take these deep space torpedoes and just go park around the outside and just blow his ass up. And then it's like he sabotaged the the start the you know the the Enterprise so they'd they'd stop right there but apparently they'd complete their mission but then they get blamed and he'd have his war right and then apparently Khan knew that that was going to be the plan so he planned that that like he would stop there but then he would surrender and then he'd be able to get his crew back and then he'd be and like both of those plans both of those plans are mind blowingly dependent on Kirk either a being a good person or be being a not as evil as he could be person. Yeah. Like, like what if he didn't like, these are super long range torpedoes. What if he just like parked outside of where the warp drive was supposed to go bad? And he was like, fire them all. And it's like, I mean, he, he just he kills everybody and then he just comes back home. Okay. Well, you know, he'd get his war, but it's like, no, that's not as clever as I thought it was. <laughs> and, you know, Khan's ass would have been blown up. Or what if Khan, like, was like, yeah, yeah, well, let me get back on board the ship. And he's like, I'm kidding. I don't have any torpedoes. It's like, they didn't even <laughs> equip them. It was like, it's like, there's so much, like, dependent, like, no, I swear, this is a plan that will work. It could have been like a, well, that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I would love a movie that would have, like, that awkward moment where he's like, yes, yeah, so and now that you've brought me my crew, I want you to see something. What? Brought your what, what crew? crew? Those torpedoes? Oh no! I left I've, those. Yeah, I wouldn't bring them on my on my ship. They wouldn't tell me what was in them. <laughs> but oh, uh, hmm. security <laughs> or or better yet, he's in the neutral zone. Mm. Okay, before he even goes towards the planet, he's just like. Uh, Klingons, uh, yeah, our ship broke down. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it wouldn't have ended well because right. this is like right where like the the Klingons and the, you know the Starfleets are always at ends. But it's right. still, it would have been the sort of thing where he's like, no, I opted to be really diplomatic about this. <laughs> it's like, oh, and there's there's a human on your planet. Yeah, uh, go <laughs> kill him. Don't know how that happened, I, but criminal, and he tried we... to run away there. So feel free to murder face him. <laughs> And and then like <laughs> they go about their marriage. It's like, well, oh, that's awkward, right? Uh, okay, so yeah, the, the 
uh, plot holes be damned, this was uh, really dependent on a lot of factors for it to actually work, and it just so happened. Or what if that they what did. if what if Mickey didn't? I'm going to call him Mickey. <laughs> what if Mickey? Me. What if Mickey opted to not commit suicide? I mean, like that's always one of those things that I find really odd. And obviously, I don't have children, right? So it's going to be really hard to judge off that. And also, you know, I don't have a child who's deadly ill, right? So it's like this idea where it's like, oh, I'll save my child's life and then I'll die. It's like, well, then you leave them without a parent. And you're scarring them. And you, they get to grow up knowing that daddy decided to be a homicidal suicide maniac. Right. You know, it's like, it's that like, doesn't. Mm. Th- that, that will, th- you tell your wife. <laughs> As the doctor's like, oh, Mickey. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, Is that your. British accent? No, this, that wasn't. What was actually, that? I don't know. That well, was that, that was, was like that was David Tennant doing his oh because he does that like a lot. Go back and rewatch it. No, yeah. no, I know he does that a lot. I was just actually more or less impressed of, of your impersonation of it because <laughs> normally mine sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded just like him. If I close my eyes, I would have thought I it was will in stab the room. you in the heart. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, I mean, really. Oh, and of course, we're leaving out like one of the bigger things is the dreadnought. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the really big ship, which is freaking huge and has a, a crew of four. <laughs> yeah, okay. really. Apparently, have like a crew of four. But you, you, you have the Starfleet Enterprise that has you know like seventy five people working in engineering to make sure that the warp core. That seriously, all you have to do is just <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, Oh, oh no! It doesn't work now. <laughs> and you have to have someone go into the highly uh, irradiated <laughs> room and kick it. <laughs> couldn't couldn't you just like I don't know set up like a, a a system of maybe complex pulleys that you could use from the outside? How about or? you get one of those little extendable hands that you have to you know just grip and it is like Ooh, kick, or what if what if you it. just um, uh, weld some bars onto that thing think. so it can't move? But no, Kirk has to go in there like a dumbass, hold on to something, and he's like, I'm going to kick it, and it's not moving. And then finally, last second. I'll kick it really hard, and then it aligns. Am am I the only one that was really, really bothered by the fact that he was kicking the wrong direction? No, I was sitting there like, dude, you're being. It's like, dude, you're you're kicking down. (laughs) It's like just one kick sideways, and you know what it is? It's probably like they had a real prop, and they're like, you're gonna have to like kick it, but like don't actually move it because it's not hard to move. (laughs) And he's like, uh, and so he's like kicking down, and JJ's like, no, yeah, that's good. That's good. Keep it going. Keep going. That's good. Okay, now give it another. Wait, 30 seconds more. 30 seconds. Keep going. Down. Now we know. (laughs) Just go. (laughs) Now. Now. Uh, Press the button. Boop. Yeah. Chris, now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He can't hear us. (laughs) I'm just yelling now at nobody. Quick, quick. Somebody shine a flashlight at the camera. They won't know. But, I mean, you have all those people down there, and then you have the Dreadnought that uh, is literally piloted by, like, four or five crew members. In theory, it it could be piloted by only one man. But I mean, that's yeah. uh, the that's the explanation. You know, that it's I, like the secret ship um, that I don't like. I also like. I I don't want to be one of these fans, but I feel like uh, they would have mentioned that in the other series because that seems like a really big thing. An admiral being evil and like because there's no way that Kirk's dad dying made this admiral evil and right. insane. Like there's those two things. It's like they weren't they weren't best buddies. That's no, not what not at all. And like the whole con thing. He's like, oh yeah, I used him to create a dreadnought class. You know starship that's used for battle only that is explicitly Even though we've never been in battle yet as starfleet as yet. as starfleet but he thought there was going to be a war with the klingons and so. he was like i'm going to orchestrate it so i'm going to build myself a badass ship that's all black see i don't understand why like 
feel like there were so many easier ways for him to have killed Khan after exploiting his intelligence. Like, like figure out. Well, then again, well, I mean, this is this is this is probably one of the most baffling things to me about all science fiction. Is like, like they always show lasers as these things where it's like, it's like, well, I'm more powerful than that. It's like, well, you know, you're not more powerful than a bullet in the head. Thank like, you. Why did bullets go out of style? <laughs> it seems to work. It's like lasers, you, not so much. Lasers, pure energy, kind of can be absorbed or moved or shifted. It's like bullet. You, well, you're kind of screwed, actually. Now, one thing I absolutely loved about this movie is there's this one scene where I mean, Khan is a super soldier or he's a superhuman, if you will, um, and and Kirk had, you know, he's got him where he wants him, and Kirk just unloads on him. He just starts punching him, and Khan is just standing there, like, "Are you done?" And Kirk, Kirk, like, literally wears himself out. Where he's just like, <sighs> and he's like, "We'll take him away." <laughs> ah, crap, that did nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know? it, it, it was, it was one of those things where um, I, I don't know. I feel like they didn't really explain that too well why, why, why it didn't have any yeah, effect whatsoever be, because um the previous con uh in his beautiful fake chest uh <laughs> you really he, you really had dude, were fixated I, I, on that that fake chest thing just bothered me i was like guys just give him an outfit that doesn't show off his chest nope never mind let's stick a plastic chest on there <laughs> right on we'll just put a big necklace where the seam is nobody will notice <laughs> and really quick, because well, I'm, I'm trying to pull up a picture of uh, Ricardo Montalban. You're, you're going to see it. But uh, I, it really makes me sad that where I put in Wrath of, it comes up Titans instead of... Uh, really? Yeah, no. uh, Wrath of the Titans. No, no one liked that movie. No, I know. Um, but no, it, that no. comes up before Khan. That makes me very, very sad. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Shame on you, Google. Right? Uh, wow, he really does have luscious hair in this, uh, <laughs> in this it's, movie. It's, it's kind of magnificent, really. It really, really it's, is. It's, all right, now th- there are um, you know the end of this movie where he uh, ends up crashing, uh, crash landing on Earth. Where let's talk about that for one second. Okay, we need to talk about that the, for a second. Uh, the you know at the very end they damage the ship by uh, setting off all the torpedoes, sands the cryogenically frozen people. Because deep down inside, Kirk is apparent. Well, no, um, uh, Spock. Spock is has a, is Spock a has person. a heart. He, yes. he has a green blooded heart yes and uh but he sets off 72 uh torpedoes inside of like the bay i really think it would have been in worse shape than that you would think like 72 torpedoes exploding where there isn't armor right like that seems like i i mean i didn't design it but (laughs) that just i would seems yeah that that should have been just a Done. And it was like, and the massive, because I'm assuming there's no doors. I mean, you, you've got like four people on board. What do you right. need doors for? <laughs> so it's like they blow up in the in the storage bay. It's like that channels right, right to through the, the right to the uh, command deck. Just massive vacuum explosion pulls out Holbert. He would have been dead. Yes, that should have killed him right there. But, but instead, now I'm angry. Khan is hanging out on the bridge. Like, wow, that shook. Yeah, actually, if anything, it was kind of like a. Oh, good heavens! That was a. He didn't even get flung around like they normally. No, he do just kind of like held the chair. Well, was, maybe he was he was like gripped in, like he bent the metal under his fingernails. Never mind. Katana seatbelt. Okay, he was good. Ah, <laughs> 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 like, oh, yes. But but it crashes, uh, crash lands in London, and it. Uh, oh no, Starfleet. 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 San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, crash lands in San Francisco, and it takes out like. Eight skyscrapers, and I mean we're we're talking like vaporizing, like the the disc of the ship because it's a dreadnought class ship, but it's still shaped like a Starfleet ship because well, 
we've got to have consistency somewhere. We have the so, nacelles, and then you, we have you, the, di- you, the you have dish. the disc, the nacelles, and then you also have the bottom section. Like right. it, was, it was built almost exactly like the Enterprise, just bigger. It was the Enterprise's in, big in brother, dark metal. Like they always <laughs> use black metal, and like the interior looked evil. The moment I was a contractor building, I'm like. This isn't for good, is it? <laughs> it's like you would know. You're like, why do you? Why do we need? Why do we need this much black paint? All of our other ships are white. It's like the moment they do that, it's like it's everyone like, should have known. You look at the work order. Where are the lens flare requests? It's like he's he's like, um, guys, there 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 are spikes in the hallway for no reason. <laughs> like the moment they're. No, this is an evil ship, guys. This is an evil <laughs> ship. Like that, this, that should have told them. But anyway, so it like crashes disc, like first, like goes nose down, and that means like the full surface area of the disc like hits skyscrapers. Well, it's like a chisel. It <laughs> and, like the disc hits it and just vaporizes skyscrapers. I'm like, there's a couple thousand. There's a couple thousand. <laughs> there goes there's another a, couple this thousand. This is a genocide. <laughs> this is murdering. So, and they just glaze right over that. Kirk doesn't get in trouble. Spock Nobody. doesn't get in trouble. It's just like, oh, no. Well, it admittedly, how would they get in trouble? Because Spock put the freaking torpedoes inside the ship. They were going to. Yeah. If you want to talk about how uh, Kirk was punished throughout this movie and the last one, Spock would have gotten reprimanded, demoted, kicked but, out of Starfleet. But think about this. They just killed the Admiral, and most of the command staff was murdered when Khan like, opened machine gun style on their... True. Uh, maybe they're in charge of Starfleet now. Maybe they killed... <laughs> Everybody. The, no, there was no one else. Like, In fact, the last <laughs> remaining command officers were in one of those skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was just, that was it. It was like, oh, by the way, um, with your promotion, you now control Starfleet. <laughs> Have at it, sir. And it was like um, it rebuild. Was, it was it was like a, a concierge or a busboy that even told him because there was <laughs> nobody to promote. He's like, by the way, sir, what? your room comes with a complimentary admiral's rank. This movie was totally lacking Tyler Perry. I just realized because uh, he was like in charge of Starfleet in the first one. So I mean, yeah. like, so Tyler Perry was in one of those buildings that got vaporized. <laughs> God. <laughs> was like oh my god <laughs> uh, one, one of the things that i find really really funny too and this goes like right back to the beginning like um like con steals i guess it's like a police cruiser that just happens to have like a machine gun mounted to it or, right well it's a machine laser whatever <laughs> but um like it's like mounted to it and um when there was a explosion uh-huh. in their research development place it's like all of the command staff of the elite they all show up in the exact same place with right very thin glass windows and it's publicly known Get down! They are, and it's like, really? That's like, I mean, like, I get that we're supposed to be peaceful, but damn, guys, you've got police cruisers flying around with machine gun lasers. It doesn't seem hard to get one of these things, especially since apparently all you gotta do is like whap the cop on the back of the head and it's yours. There there was enough protection in that building for someone to say, in modern times, President Obama and all the chiefs of staffs are going to be meeting at AJ's house next week. Well, at seven p.m. No, man. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> and now, then, and then it called Benjamin have to Cumberbund. Make so many more pizza bagels now, because <laughs> I know how to treat the president. That's right, because um, we all know that uh, President Hussein Obama. <laughs> Sorry, that was the weirdest way to go about that. Hey, anyway, we we live in the South. Um, I, I just figured we just appealed. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, I'm just messing. Uh, just noise. Yeah, tons of noise. Anyway, so I mean, the movie was, in my opinion, <laughs> the, the movie was good. Oh yeah, um, no, it was, it was it. very entertaining. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're nitpicking it to hell. 
Um, but, but when you really love a movie, that doesn't stop you from liking it. Exactly. And that's, that's the sort of thing. Is like, oh, there's plot holes all over the place, but that's Star Trek. I got... Well, exactly. You know, I mean, I got past all the lens flare, which there was a lot of damn lens flare in this movie. I don't know. I think uh, I was... The only thing that made the lens flare bearable was probably the fact that we saw it in 3D, which, by the way, is just stupid. Yeah, I mean, there was no reason for that to be in 3D. I'm trying to think of the the instances when they used 3D. They didn't. And um, no, there's there's three instances. Okay, I can remember. The first instance was right at the beginning of the film when they threw a spear at Bones and it flew right right at us. And I was like, wait, should I duck? No, wait, I'm watching a movie. (laughs) Um, I hate that effect. It's like, like, am I really supposed to? Oh, no. And then um, the other other time that it was was really apparent and it bothered me was uh, when Kirk had just been, like, the the Enterprise had been taken away from him. Mm -hmm. And uh, his mentor, the other Admiral, Admiral Pike, Pike, uh, they were in the bar and the lights were closer to our face. Like, we were, like, hiding behind lights watching them. I was like, what? Am I a stalker? JJ was like, put the lights. Well, no, it wasn't even lens flare. It was like the lampshades and shit were in the way. Oh, I know. It was like, like, what what are we doing? Are we, like, in the bar? Yes, we were. I mean, like, in in the place where the beverages are stored. Like, are we (laughs) hiding behind bottles? Like, they won't know we're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that part really bothered me and then the last time that it even remotely seemed to matter was the beginning of the credits where they were swirling around all of the planets and it was totally superfluous cg and it looked good yeah and well I, hmm. no nope, that didn't make the ticket worth it no that was the only reason why to have 3d was the credits seriously because they can they don't have to go through a muddy process of post I, I really, really hate how, like, actual 3D filming is like, you know what we're going to do that's going to make this look awesome? Cardboard cutouts. <laughs> like, because that's really what 3D looks like. It's like you have a layer of cardboard cutouts that are slightly closer to you. Right. And then there's some more cardboard cutouts. And then in the background, a background. Exactly. And it's like, that that doesn't feel real. At all. So, I mean, uh, nitpicks aside, uh, there are some de- uh, deviations from the original um, Rathacon I mean, well, Spock says Khan it, instead uh, of Kirk. I feel like and, the entire film was a DV. Like, there, oh, it, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't the Wrath of Khan at all. I it feel wasn't. like they really just took like two elements from right. Wrath of Khan. They took um, the, Kirk the radiation death, dying, the, the thing, radiation death, and then and the, then they took the yell. the shouting Khan. The like Khan! I don't, I don't. The, yeah, that was your wig didn't shake. Um, <laughs> I'm not wearing a wig. No Trust me, everyone. <laughs> Seriously, it's real. Just pull on it. No, um, <laughs> like it's it's it but no, wasn't rather like I kind of I almost wish they hadn't done that. Right. Because now it's like, well, can, so I guess we're not having Wrath of God. The, there was no need for those two aspects of it at no, all. I no. mean, like, seriously, there was no need for, I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about it, there was no need to send Kirk into into there to uh, fix it because there's no lead up to uh, search for Kirk. Yeah, uh, no, not not only that. And that's all there was. I mean, yeah, it was showing the friendship in Wrath R- R- of but it led to the third movie, which they already planned. This one, there was no need for that because, yeah, because Kirk he, he recovers. Could, well, he could have also just been incapacitated like in any sort of way. Like A, a, a torpedo could have hit the bridge and shrapnel could have hit Kirk, and they could have had the exact same emotional exchange. Right. Or anything. Like They didn't need to take that one thing. 
It was. It just seemed really unnecessary. They, they, what they could have done instead of sending him in, uh, to be irradiated, they, it, like you said, it, uh, torpedo could have fallen or something. Shrapnel gets in his leg. He's bleeding out. Him and uh, Spock have the same conversation. Spock freaks out and goes down. The only way that they can save him or regenerate his leg or whatever is the blood. blood. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so he wouldn't need to go. God, he'd just be like, "I'll be right." Wait back. a minute. Yeah, <laughs> just two seconds, dude. Just just hold on for also, a second. Also, I love that they had a tribble. Yeah, well, I, I thought that was amazing. There was this part where, like, he took um, he took some of Khan's blood. Uh, uh, freaking Doc did. Right. <laughs> he took some of his blood, and then he's just like, he's like, wow, it has amazing regenerative properties. I'm going to inject it in this dr- dead tribble I happen to have. And I really just want Kirk to be like, no! <laughs> because it would have been amazing if they had a stinger during the credits would have been to just have the Enterprise overflowing with Tribbles. Oh, that I think that would have been amazing. That would have been great. Um, that would have been such an awesome nod. There was a couple of nods to the original series as well as um, Next Generation as well. Um, you had the Tribbles, uh, or you had a Tribble. Yeah. Um, they mentioned, and I mentioned uh, this to you after the sh- uh, after the viewing, um, they mentioned uh, Mud, uh, Harry Mud. Uh, they're mm-hmm. like, you know, make sure you get the cargo uh, stowed away from the Mud incident from two weeks ago. I thought that was kind of cool just to throw in that little one-liner. There was also when they were in Marcus's office, you saw the um, the first ship uh, that achieved warp drive as a model, and then they also showed Enterprise. Yes, from you know Captain Archer and stuff. They showed that too. So, in so, the so having those there was a pretty nice little. No, model. I feel like the model thing is like Star Trek's nod to itself all the time. Because yeah. in Next Generation, they would do that. They had all the models, and I they think- had Alfred Woodard. You broke your toy ships. <laughs> We will not think about that part of First Contact. I mean, Aliens. I mean, First Contact. Oh, <laughs> come on. I like that movie. <laughs> no, no, I, I loved... For, don't get me wrong, dude. I loved freaking First Contact. No, I, that was one. That actually was one of my favorites. He, I love that he like, hit it with the back of the rifle. <laughs> he's, just like, he's like... <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Mm. You broke your little shit. What's up? And, and she was just like, you know what? You're dumb because yeah. those were cool. Those were awesome. They really, like, really If were. I were the captain of a starship, all the time in my in my in my private room, I'd be playing with those things. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's right. Screw you, Klingons. Just doing that. It's like, see, I don't need a real war. <laughs> I, I play I play war in my office. <laughs> see, now what we need to do is just integrate Stark industry uh, technology so that he he could be just like, look, I have a starship, and he's his hands right? expand them. Um, oh, Stark oh. had better tech than Star Trek. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Can but you, you know has you know who has even better tech than both of them? Who? Apparently the Pacific Rim movie. Oh my goodness. Because just the metal is it goes through everything. Uh, there was a couple of previews uh, before this Pacific Rim um After Earth with uh Will Smith and Yeah, and James that doesn't Smith. really look good either. Yeah, it looks you know, kind of painful. I was like I'm kind of I'm really over the whole like post-apocalyptic thing, even if it's like super sci-fi, because they had a elith- Elysium, Elysium, yeah, 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 Elysium. The Earth is crap. People live elsewhere. After Earth, the Earth is crap. People live elsewhere. Right. It's like Oblivion. The Earth is crap. People live elsewhere. It's, it's like After Earth, they're like, and everything on the planet has evolved to kill humans. Like why? If we're the, all, we're gone, you, so why would we? Why would they be like, you know, just in case those bastards if, come back? No. If anything, like what evolution should have done would have been like, well, humans are gone. Dodo, and then, like, <laughs> and then you'd just be able to go to Earth, and you could walk up to a saber tooth tiger. It's like I don't know what you are. And you, Edit and then like, <laughs> and then you shoot it and it wouldn't even know. <laughs> and then the cycle starts all, all yeah. over again. And then that's how the cyber saber tooth tiger went extinct. 
But and then Cylons. And then Cylons. <laughs> no, it's it's one of those things where I guess we really got off topic here. We really, really did. <laughs> we're, somehow gonna, we're talking about Star Trek and now uh, we're talking about Cylons. We were talking about technology and this toy ships and everything. Which, yeah. by the way, on a, on, on a really quick side tangent. Um, <laughs> a side tangent from our side tangent? Yeah, we're talking about Cylons. I'd like to have an, it, um, uh, a, a side talk. It, can we sidebar this? Yes, I'm talk about this. yes, let's sidebar really quick. <laughs> okay, if you think about it, okay. Uh, you look at Star Trek and you look at uh, Battlestar Galactica, kind of merging these uh, two together. But then you throw in a blasphemy. Wild- no, you throw in a wild card of Doctor Who. Okay, now get this. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, uh, and I was talking about this with a friend of mine. You have uh, freaking um, uh, at the very beginning of it, you have yeah, the that, Cylons. That thing. Shut okay. up. You got the Cylons. You remember at the end of Battlestar Galactica where they're like, "Oh, look, the uh, the toasters, the metal ones. They're just going to go out and." fend for themselves and go try to find their own We're way. going to be peaceful robots. So they go fly out to be peaceful robots. You're like, you know what? This is boring as hell being peaceful. So let's go ahead and just start like evolving. And so you start having, they're like, all right, we'll go back and like maybe snatch a few humans. And now let's make some Borg so that we can up, upgrade Wait, them. You, you want to turn them into Borg? No. Because what I would turn them into would be the those aliens who modified Voyager from Star Trek 1. Well, that's a very good point. But yeah. then you also have to think then they're like, you know what? Some of us want to stay toasters but maybe we'll grab some brains from humans so let's make cybermen and now now you have Mm. multiple you have multiple tangents of the freaking cylons that have created all these different uh i I think you're giving too much credit to the cylons (laughs) the cylons are like you know what let's just fly around well no i mean we're talking about the only one that could even be construed as intelligent would have been really the uh the ship itself like all the other toasters it's like they might have had independence and started to have feelings but it's like they they wouldn't have any of that like driving passion can you imagine how bored the cylon toasters would have been they're like the, we're gonna go be peaceful and they get out in space they're like they they wouldn't even be bored though they're like we should have rethought this they, they fly out into space and like um crq at seven t turns to uh xj 27 5 <laughs> and he's like you want to play rock paper scissors like you're gonna pick scissors i know <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, they they just they they talk about it they wouldn't even it's a group of individuals that would do nothing they because they just know <laughs> they just, it's like i'm not it's like why aren't you guys saying anything we've had every conversation known to man <laughs> like every. why haven't you said anything because i know what crs say <laughs> well why haven't you said anything because i know what xvs say like oh. it just goes on and on and then it just oh. turns into racism <laughs> It's like, you know, the CRs, the XVs. Uh, one's a slave. One. Oh, oh. Yes, you, I brought slavery you, in. You got darker than I wanted. <laughs> like, I'd be dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the making a full. Nothing's safe. <laughs> to make it full six degrees of Kevin Bacon, Dark Man starring uh, Liam Neeson. Okay, so. To- <laughs> Oh, see, no, I was I was going to be way shallower than that. Oh, how? how <laughs> well, so? You were like, well, to do a 360, let's go ahead and say Dark Man, Mickey, beginning of the... <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, um, he was... The, the only black man in the entire thing. He was? Yeah. Holy crap, he was. Yeah. And then he had... Well, to- I mean, are we counting the Klingons? Do they count? Klingons aren't black. No, well, only in the 1960s version. Um, but I think and, the actor playing. And, and notice, freaking Mickey, only black dude dies first. Son of a bitch. They J.J. <laughs> Abrams is a racist. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he's just following what Hollywood does. They kill the black man first. That's. Imp- 
impressive. Yeah. Wow. He actually he uh, kept things up for par. Okay. Also, why did why did Kirk have to have sex with women with tails? Like, I felt like that was like an unnecessary it, sexual nod. Because they were like, like, Kirk sleeps with anything. But see, that's kind of what it feels like. Is now it's like it's just a running gag. It's like, by the way, you know, Kirk. Yeah, he will put his dick in anything. <laughs> he is a whore. <laughs> he will literally He's an intergalactic whore. <laughs> he will just do it all. Kirk has a venereal de- disease I'll make on his feel knees. Good. I'll make- <laughs> <laughs> you see that pus coming out of Kirk's hair? Oh, no. <laughs> totally. Come, total come, come total VD. That's, Space that's VD. That's just wrong now. That's All right. So to end this episode, <laughs> we totally... In, oh. the, in the most deranged way, we could have ended our discussion <laughs> of about Star Space Trek VD. into dar- Star Trek into Darkness. <laughs> the dumbest title. It really, really I, is. I, I, I kind of don't want to believe you. Uh, I will confirm it, and we'll put it on the site. But uh, okay, because if if that is like confirmed what they were doing, then they're just they're dicks. JJ <laughs> uh, Abrams, I am giving you the finger right now. Um, I can I see it. I'm confirming. Well, I'm roughly pointing west because I know he's somewhere in California. Yes. So. Um. Unless he's doing some uh, tour. But, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening to Retroactive. Uh, the next movie that we will be doing actually should be uh, Star Trek The Undiscovered Country. This um, might just end up being the exact same conversation. Probably will be, but it will be fun um, because we get nice, big, floating CG blood. Uh, that's, that's true. Like, like magenta. Yeah. Because Klingons bleed in magenta blood. Yep. This um, is not Klingon blood. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if the shoe fits, wear it. So, um, which, by you've the not, way, you've not heard uh, Shakespeare until you've heard it in the original Klingon. You know what? <laughs> Going really quick, just one last thing before we end this episode. Uh, Anton Yelchin, Yelchin, or however you say his name, who played uh, Chekhov in this movie. Yeah. I think that he's just like, hey, guys, are we doing another movie? Because I've been working on my Russian accent a lot, and I need I'm, work. I'm kind of underwhelmed with him, honestly. I don't really like that they made uh, Chekhov curly-haired. And like 12. And well, <laughs> like nuclear vessels is like that was cute, right? <laughs> no, but now he's just, just um, annoying. It's like what? What are you? Right? What are you? <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks so much for listening to Retroactive. I'm Kenny. I'm AJ. We'll talk to you guys next time.